Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. It's Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also heard on pod clips around the world. I am Fred. Good friend, Laura Snoke, attorney Laura Snoke with us. And uh, Mark Mancini's uh, with the grandkids this weekend. So we'll be with Laura. And, of course, uh, the one, the only art source from Galaxy Sports. So he used to kick for the Rams and the Trojans. And uh, enough is enough. I can't take any more of Aaron Rodgers. Folks, uh, earlier this week, he goes on McAvee's show on ESPN. And he accuses Jimmy Kimmel of knowing Jeffrey Epstein. And Epstein says, uh, uh, Kimmel, of course, says, uh, nonsensical. Never even met the man. Leave me alone. If you say it again, I'm going to sue you. What will ABC do? Laura Snoke, you think? And he makes a million dollars every time he shows up on uh, uh, the McAfee show. I think McAfee makes 14 mil, uh, but Aaron makes one mil every time he shows up. Laura Snoke, what do you think about uh, the comment? And what do you think about Aaron Rodgers, the human being? Uh, I, I think the comment was, was obviously, um, <laughs> I'm sure he regrets it, or maybe not. Um, I don't know where it came from. I've never heard Jimmy Kimmel implicated in any of Jerry Epstein's um, exploits. I mean, I've heard Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, um, uh, the Prince Andrew. Um, uh, you know, it's inter- it'd be interesting. It would have been interesting to see how Aaron Rodgers played this season if he had played more than, what, three plays. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it was it three or only two? maybe two? Uh, yeah, on the, on, the, on, the, on the fourth play went down. Yeah, yeah, that, that's Aaron Rodgers. But what what do you think of what do you think of him as a human being? I mean, again, the the immunized thing not, to me drove me nuts. Millions of people are dying of COVID around the world, and Aaron Rodgers says he's immunized. So meaning that the the players thought he was immunized. And his friends thought no, he was it's totally and- irresponsible. I mean, I mean, look at there's I just read there's um, 4000 people a day dying of COVID still wow. and this this season. We're having like another wave. And and we have the the uh, the head of the health department in Florida advising people not to get vaccinated. I mean, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, uh, people might take advice from Aaron Rodgers about football. I don't know that he's got the kind of authority in the healthcare field that people would listen to him in terms of taking Laura, advice he is about really vaccinated. big into those mushrooms and Itawaska. <laughs> well, uh, you know. Maybe he's been hanging out too long with that stuff is my question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get me started on that because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> want, well, friend, here's my here's my take on the whole best. deal. All right. First of all, if you're going to go after anybody on the Pat McAfee show, which is basically paid for by ESPN and Disney, why would you go after their number one guy on late night television? <laughs> Especially if you have no proof on it. Well, well that's, that's going to cause same, station, same network. Yeah, that's going to cause uh, problems at home. That's going to cause problems for McAfee, whose ratings are already down 15 to 20 percent. Now you bring in, you know, Rogers, who's getting a million dollars an episode. I mean, he's worth at least a hundred dollars an episode, but I wouldn't (laughs) give him a million bucks an episode. But the bottom line is who really cares what a 40 year old washed up quarterback really has to say when it comes to these things? I'm sure he has fans out there. 
but I mean, much to do about very little. And I mean, there's so many things going on that are positive in sports. We've got the national championship game coming up Monday night. We got teams battling for playoff spots in the NFL. Even our Rams, the hottest team in the league right now, Puka Nakua going to break a record from 1961 that goes back, you know, you know, 63-year-old record from Bill Groman. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great things happening here. And and to get caught up in, in, in all this Michigas just really drives me crazy, Fred. Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. I will tell you one thing. Every time Jordan Love plays well, I really enjoy it. Because uh, Rodgers Tom, went nuts when they drafted him. Really yeah. talented. Fred, you can see why they liked him. I mean, when he's on, he's like a shiny penny, you know. And what I find is really interesting, I don't know if you knew this happened, you guys, but two weeks ago, um, one of the running backs, or one of the defensive backs, Jamar, actually is from Charlotte, North Carolina, and he he inserted himself as one of the captains on the opening kickoff. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting here going, I can only imagine what the head football coach, he's looking out there, LaFleur goes, Wait a minute. We have four captains. How's this working out? But you know, you kind of wonder sometimes. And and I know a lot of these young coaches in the NFL really have been pushed into the jobs, and and you know they want to get everybody an opportunity. But boy, can you imagine that happening with a Tom Landry or a Chuck Knoll or Chuck Knox or George Allen? Oh boy, you would have been you would have been sent to the to Siberia and never to be heard from again. All right. Uh, Laura Snook, I have a question for you. Since you are an attorney, you've been an attorney for many, many years. The Denver Broncos oh, go, Manny. To, go to <laughs> Russell Wilson uh, and say, uh, we'll pay you for 90 uh, in 2024, but tw- 25, we want you to change the contract. So or if you get injured, we don't have to pay you $37 million. If you were his attorney, what would you say, Laura Snook? Don't sign the contract. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's just ridiculous. you're talking about a, an occupation that is inherently injury prone, and and that is the biggest risk for a professional athlete is to get injured, and the 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 time for a professional, especially in football, I think the average career is what eight years, five years, six years. Okay, five years. So I mean, who and and Russell Wilson is. I'm not sure he's a Hall of Fame player. He won the Super Bowl. I mean, he's a he's a, a certainly above average quarterback. Well, he's had a great year this year too. That's the part. He's had a Broncos, great year this year. In the middle of the season, they got on a run and they started playing great football. And you know, I look at it this way, Laura. You're you're into contracts. You understand that. But if you're going to sign a contract, that works both ways. You have to live up to that contract. And you know, it's a similar situation that happened last year with the Raiders and Derek Carr, you know, if he had gotten hurt, they would have been on the hook for like 35 or 25 or $35 million. You know, I can understand asking him, but you know, that should have been thought about way ahead of time. That should have been one of the the caveats that they worked with. And bottom line is I don't think the coach of Denver Peyton is, is, is a big fan of Russell Wilson. And that's just my gut feeling there. I think you're right. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's based more on your than more on your gut more than on your gut feeling. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious. But yeah. I don't know right. why these, 
these coaches, I mean, I talk about egos. I mean, oh you know, I mean, the players are the ones that are making the, the, the players are the ones that should be given top priority in my view. And these coaches are so arrogant. I mean, it, it's irritating, you know, I, I All right. believe, believe sports biz sports media, Laura, right on topic coaches. UCLA's basketball coach, so-called basketball coach, Mick Cronin. Uh, last week... Uh, Brad, how do you really uh, feel about Mick Cronin? You let uh, everybody uh, know. <laughs> I, I'm going to throw, throw it like this. The uh, media interviews him. They lose a game last week to uh, University of Oregon. And uh, at the media conference, uh, somebody asked him, uh, how come uh, Sebastian Mack was playing, even though he wasn't playing well? And instead of saying... You know, he's a top-notch uh, youngster who improved. What he said was, well, he's only playing because I have nobody else to play. Yeah. Now, uh, so, so Matthew so he's Matt, his own bench. Yeah. Now, Did he that, recruit is, that, is that something that a coach would say about an 18-year-old kid? Absolutely uh, not. Plus, okay. he, he doubled down on it this morning. I was reading about he after the game, when the dead game they lost yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yeah. the last game. Right, um, right. He said they don't have any aptitude. I mean, you know, there's a little. It seems like a little racism here going on. I don't know, but to say these kids don't have aptitude, I mean, that's just insulting. I mean, that's just flat out insulting. It has nothing to do with their uh, right. ability or. Already, he cannot recruit Southern California and local kids, so he goes to Europe and he goes around the world to recruit these kids where else can he go mars because now, <laughs> now some of these kids are going to transfer that he has now you can't play for a coach like that no when they, you know, fred when where, where does accountability come into this argument you went out and got where does the accountability come into this argument yeah you went out and, and, and got these kids to play for one of the great basketball traditional schools in in history and now you're throwing them under the bus, your own kids, and they're 18, 19 years old. Most of these kids are going to make some great improvement. You know, the, the biggest improvement most athletes make is between their freshman and sophomore seasons. It's It's been known to be that way because you get acclimated to college. You start to, you know, become a man a little bit. You you, you build a little strength in there. And, and to tear these kids down instead of, you know, these are kids that you're putting your future in. You know, I don't understand the negative reinforcement. I've always been more of a positive reinforcement. You know, let me show you how to do this in a better way. That's what true coaching is. Right. It isn't berating people. Right. Let, let me add this also. So Master, positive reinforcement works yeah. for everything better. Let me just add this, Laura. So Mastin Mack, his uh, father played a little bit in the NBA. Then he got into big trouble. He went to jail, had all kinds of problems. So this kid did not have a great growing up period. And now you're playing for a coach who's attacking him for not playing up to Cronin's level. Give me a break. I can't take it anymore. I mean, it's like, okay, but UCLA had two chances here. Guerrero was the former athletic director who hired this fool. And now, of course, he's got to Germond, uh, who hasn't fired him. In fact, he gave him an extension. I don't know what's going on. How can UCLA compete in the Big Ten with Mick Cronin sitting on that bench? Laura? Well, let's I mean, put it this way, Fred. The only thing I can say good about the Big Ten 
Because when's the last time they won a national championship? <laughs> All right, let's talk about the national championship. Uh, Michigan, Washington, the Wolverines are a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite. Art, you've been known to uh, wager a shekel or two. Who do you like in this one? You know, I think it's going to come down to two factors. All right. Um, one of them is going to be Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh seems to have his hands <laughs> in about 12 different places right now. They got him at the Raiders, the Chargers, signing a multi-year deal with Michigan. You know, and I'm going to tell you something. The real, the real X factor in this game is Michael Penix Jr. This kid has an ability to sidestep the first guy that comes after him in the, in the pocket and deliver the ball on the money in the bucket to these incredibly fast receivers. I mean, these guys are real. Can Michigan match up in the secondary with the speed of Washington? Can Washington match up with the power and the run game against Michigan defensively? Um, I'm actually going to take the points. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be like 27-24. But I'm personally pulling for the Pac-12 because – it's the last, the last hurrah, and I think it'd be real neat if, if old traditional Rose Bowl foes like Michigan and and Washington play the you know the, the final game of the year, and it'd be great to see a team and a conference like the Great Pac-12 win the national championship as a going away present. So I'm going to go 31, 31, 27, Michi, uh, 31, 27 Washington in this one. What do you think, Laura? I agree. Laura, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, and I hope you're right. I agree with you. I think I think Washington's going to pull it out, but Michigan's tough. I mean, it, it it'll be. A, I think it'll be a very interesting game. I don't think it's going. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring game, but I think it's going to be. And I really like Penix. I mean, I think he's going to be a fabulous. A, is he amazing? Kid. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's just amazing. he has that 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 magical ability. To sidestep that first guy that gets in there and just lay that ball out there, you're like going, oh, my God, and it's such a pretty spiral, too. It reminds me of watching Joe Montana, even though one's left-handed. I guess I could use Kenny Stabler as maybe a little better of a – Yeah, of a uh, Stabler, yeah. Yeah. All right, let me put you on the spot. Final question on Believe Sports Biz, Sports Media, also heard on podcast. Laura, Bill Walton, the Conference of Champions. Is he moving to the Big Ten, yay or nay? Tell me. Please say no. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill Walton. I mean, I love Bill Walton as a player. I loved him. I love him as a person. He's just hard to listen to as a broadcaster. <laughs> well, he, I call him the loquacious one. Unbelievable. All right. For Mario. For Laura. For Artie, I'm Fred. This has been Believe Sports Biz Sports Media, also on Pod Clips. More later, so don't turn that dial. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.